0: Welcome to to Tony's Take Podcast. Well, hey there. Welcome to Tony's Take Podcast, episode 75. This is sports. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we have Off Road Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz.
1: What's up? What's up?
0: Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony just got some new golf clubs, guys.
1: Yes. We're very excited
0: for him. Uh, Welcome back. And uh, you new people, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Also, thank you for tuning in. If you missed us last week, you missed a great one. Uh, Entertainment was The Bride's second person and our classic sports. College football is on Thursday or Saturday or both. So make sure you go back and check those out if you missed them because they're they're classics. But like I said, this is Episode 75. So we'll just jump right into it.
2: Um, episode 75? Yeah. A, that's a big one. Yeah, it is. Three quarters.
0: Exactly. Almost to a whole dollar.
2: Yeah. So, uh, we just talked about our last episode was uh, College Football's return. This week, we have the NFL coming back. Yes, Woo! we do. In a couple days, the Philadelphia Eagles defending champions take on the Falcons. Yes, and we've
1: been saying for probably, it feels like, Almost every week now, but we've been talking about how uh, we were saying was a couple weeks ago. We, we all talked about how we liked the Falcons getting the points in this game, and it got up as high as like four points. I don't think it ever got to four and a half, but it might have in some places, but it was about four points. And I kept saying to everybody, B- if you're going to bet on it, bet on it now. That's a good number. And then next thing you know, it trickled down to three and a half, three, and it's all the way down. And then once they got the news that Nick Foles was going to be the starter, it went all the way down to two and a half. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes a little lower. I wouldn't even be surprised if this game gets to about two points, one and a half, because we all know the Eagles won it last year, you know, and the the Eagles are a good team. But, I mean, the Falcons are still a really good team also. And even though Nick Foles went on that incredible run throughout the playoffs to win a Super Bowl, at the end of the day, he still doesn't get that much respect from betting lines and stuff. And he's still Nick Foles. And, I mean, I still don't – I would still take Matt Ryan over him, so – I think that I still stand by it. I was saying the whole time, take the points, take the Falcons straight up. And even though it's up to two and a half, if you can get it at three somewhere or, or even be able to buy it up to three and a half, I would still do it. If not, I would say just take the value and take the Falcons straight up. I still think the Falcons win that game. They're going to want to ruin the party there and whatnot. And they're and that's the team that knocked them out last year. So, you know, they're going to really want to uh, make a splash to uh this thursday night to open up the season
2: yeah i think it'll be uh, a fun game because think both teams we don't really know what to expect from them i think uh, i could see either either of them winning the super bowl i could see either of them winning seven so i think there's just falcons were a little bit of a disappointment last year eagles might have a little bit of a hangover you don't know when these guys are going to get back wentz is is still out jeffrey's out but it will be nice to see nice to see a little something like there's a, these are a couple NFC contenders here. Yes, but
1: yes they are.
2: But uh, with the season starting, we have some uh, some interesting uh, player developments. Uh, I think uh, your your team has won his team being the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have a an issue they're dealing with right now with one of their stars. You wanna?
1: Yes, they are uh, top uh, running back in our and one of the best running backs in the entire NFL. Le'Veon Bell still hasn't been uh, reporting to practice. And uh, for fantasy owners, I mean, most people have uh, either done their fantasy drafts or have their draft either tonight or tomorrow. And uh, for a lot of people are starting to get a little worried because uh, here we are now with only a few days till kickoff and Le'Veon Bell's been going like top three in most drafts. I mean, it says here that his average draft position has been 2.2. So he's usually been the second guy people are getting and uh he uh hasn't been reporting to practice which gives some concern to fantasy owners but I mean I think regardless you uh shouldn't worry I mean he's going to play at some point I mean there's no way that team and him as a person is gonna hold out for a while he will eventually be there he's been in this position before with getting franchise tagged and there were some rumors I don't know how true they are that maybe the Steelers were just gonna kind of say the hell with him and put him up for free agency but I don't I don't know, but regardless, if you do draft uh, Le'Veon Bell, I would recommend somewhere later in the rounds trying to get your hands on James Conner because just in case Le'Veon Bell doesn't play, you're going to want that backup because if we remember a couple years ago when Le'Veon Bell was suspended due to violating the NFL drug policy, D'Angelo Williams came in and absolutely tore it up. He was uh, one of the top uh, running backs in all of fantasy for that first month while he was in there.
2: Yeah, Steelers have a, they have a good offensive line. Yeah, so the Steelers usually – and it's
1: not even just – I mean, it's obviously it's a good offensive line too, but it's a lot more than that too. It's just the program, the coaching, everything. I mean, that's why you see it so many times when yeah. the player's on a certain team and they leave it and they're just not nearly the same player. I mean, it's it matters so much like with just yeah, certain teams. Those safeties teams and, have to
2: worry about Antonio Brown and Juju. and Yeah. So it's, it's so we'll a lot see. of weapons on that offense, so it makes it easy for a backup to – thrive
1: so. yeah and i and james connor's a very good running back he and he's a localish guy because he played for the university of pittsburgh so he's uh it might be his turn to step up soon so but regardless don't let that be a fool you from taking bell there's he's gonna play and when he does play he's still
2: one of the most deadliest players on the field so yeah and he could he could be carrying the ball 25 times a game being that it's yeah, likely his last year in with the
1: team ppr leagues he's gonna get 30 plus touches a game because he usually gets four to six catches a game, then you, he usually gets 23 to 26 carries a game. So, I mean, he's going to get you a lot of touches. So, those PPR
2: leagues, he's a very pivotal player to have. And then there's a, something big happened this weekend with a, a star player on the other side of the ball, uh, one of the best young defenders in the NFL, Khalil Mack. He had a holdout of his own. He uh, didn't report to the Raiders. He wanted to uh, get a, a long-term extension. He's playing out through, uh, on his fifth-year option, but the Raiders could have franchised him, and he decided, like, I just want to get my extension. You want to get a little guaranteed money because you never know in the NFL, like, he might not ever see that second contract. So, like we saw with Aaron Donald, he he held out. Donald got paid, but Cleo uh, Mack didn't, and he found himself uh, shipped out of town by John Gruden, going to the Bears for a couple first-rounders. So it's a quite a blockbuster trade. I think it's a an incredible move by the uh the bears to get a a known quantity that you know this guy is one of the five best defensive players in the nfl like he will get you six sacks at at a minimum he's good at stopping the run as well and i mean it doesn't matter he'll fit any defense he's so good but i i don't know what the raiders i don't know what the raiders are doing
1: yeah, there they, they go. You're gonna a get a of, couple
2: first round picks, and hopefully one of those guys is eighty percent of what Khalil Mack There was Mack a lot is. of good
1: memes about that. I saw some guys say John Gruden left the Raiders because they were rebuilding, and then he came back to put them back into rebuilding yeah. or something. It was pretty funny, but yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting now. I mean, I, I mean, all they lost was Khalil Mack, which is on the defense side. But they, I mean, that deep, they, they they need him badly. I mean, that team already doesn't have a good defense,
2: but yeah, they you know, weren't good with as, him last as, year. As, so. You
1: know, they have Gruden at the, as the leader, and as long as uh, David is Derek Carr. David.
2: Carr, I always, he is Derek, Derek Carr. As long as they still have Derek Carr. I mean, they should be fine. I mean, we'll, Oh, fine. I think uh, they can get four wins. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. I, I think the team is very bad. And I, th- I think, uh, as some other people are saying too, that John Gruden does not care about this year. He's got a long-term deal. Yeah. He no, can, uh, th- those picks Honestly, can help I build think a team. Gruden.
1: Isn't looking at the big, I mean, isn't looking at the small picture. He's looking at the big picture. I think Gruden wants to bring a very, I mean, a good, a winnable team to Vegas. I mean, it's no mistake. They're going to a completely new state, new city, one of the, the biggest party city in the world, or in America, whatever. They're going out there.
2: I think the world is fine. I think people yeah. come from all over the world to okay, go to Vegas. Okay, so we'll say
1: the biggest party city in the world. Yeah. They're going there. He's not an idiot. Everybody saw the hype that the Las Vegas Golden Knights brought this year to hockey with their team. Now you're going to bring a football team out there. There's going to probably still be – there's going to be a lot of big hype for that, and I think he's focusing on bringing a good team there, and he's basically kind of saying with the hell to, to, to hell with Oakland pretty yeah. much. Like, you know what? Sorry, guys. You know, we'll have this uh, – this team's not going to be anything special probably, but yeah. uh, in a few years when we go to Vegas, it's going to be, so.
2: And I know they said that they were hesitant to give, like – I mean, to compare it to the NBA, like two max contracts that they already paid – Derek Carr a bunch of money and if you uh tie up a bunch of your cap with two players it's it's hard to be competitive but I just don't know I think Cleo Mack is one of those max contract type of type of guys especially a non-quarterback he's he's one of the few that might be worth it but they're thinking Cleo Mack at 25 million or something is isn't worth it but we're better off with two first rounders making seven million a year or something so we'll see if it pays off it will not pay off this year that's for sure i think uh you can write you can write them off i'm sorry raiders fans but i mean hmm. go enjoy the games it's football it's fun maybe mario Cooper will bounce back but i think that team is done this year
1: yeah no i agree all
2: right so anything else to happen in the nfl that uh to, you want to do a pick you want to wrap up our nfl discussion with uh Little Tony's pick here. Ooh, Tony's pick for
1: just the NFL. The
2: NFL, or do you want to save that for the last section? Uh,
1: no, we can do it for the NFL. I mean, I, I mean, are we talking about for like? Because I mean, I've said it many times that I think the the pick I like the the most for uh, for this weekend on, or not for this weekend, but for Thursday, I'm on Atlanta. I'm saying, I'm telling everyone now. I mean, hopefully, you got him at plus four when we told you. But definitely plus two and a half or not definitely but get it to three if you can but i would honestly just take money line for the weekend let's see here i haven't done really too much uh pro nfl research so i can't really think of a game off the top of my head but i know you were looking at some lines i mean i got some call another college one that i'll give out later and uh, we'll talk about how we did last week but let me take a look really quick here, but if you got any... Yeah, I got, right. I, I got one that I like. I mean, we'll each give out an NFL one or one or two. So let me take a quick peek here. But yeah, go for it. Let so th- this is like. a
2: uh, a real classic betting strategy that uh, we, we've talked about before. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are on the road opening against uh, the Carolina Panthers. And these are two teams I'm not very high on. If you listen to our over-unders, you uh, would have heard that. Um <laughs> I think the Panthers are still better, and three points at home is usually the uh, the standard there. So I like Carolina to to cover there.
1: Yeah, uh, that's a good one. I, I mean, I think like that also. I think
2: Dallas might figure something out by the end of the year. They, you know, with uh, they've got all the the injured linemen or the linemen being out right now. I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. for that better just hear the dogs bark the whole time you guys i'm laughing at nothing but uh, no i was laughing at the cowboys uh futures uh, that's what i was laughing at.
1: okay there you go uh let's see i uh see there's a couple here that are jumping out a little bit to me one of them is uh ike oh,
2: just really debating here yes. I, I, be I c- throw the two out see if, uh, which which ones i well uh, i'm gonna
1: be honest i like Minnesota minus six against San Francisco that I think Garoppolo has unintentionally put a target on himself we talked about this when we did our over-unders I don't think he's meant to but it's the fact that he's been a hyped guy still don't think he's lost a start yet he's uh, you know he's in the news for like you know dating porn stars or whatever and like this and that and he's just made it so defenses I really feel like this year are going to really try to go after him and really just, go like, whatever. And I think Minnesota's defense is top three in the league. I mean, it's a very good defense. They're going to give him trouble. I don't think they're going to have much of a ground game since Jarek McKinnon is now out for the season with an ACL tear. So they're not going to be able to move the ball on the ground, which means it's going to be all Garoppolo. I still don't even think he's got that great of a receiving core. Definitely not. So I think Minnesota's going to give them trouble. It's going to be Kirk Cousins' first game. He's at home. Richard Sherman not worried about it. He still has to – They've got two good receivers with the Diggs and Thielen. And I just think Minnesota's going to come out that game and win, like, a pretty low-scoring game, but I think they could win something like 24 to – honestly, like 24 to, like, 13 or something like that, 27-13. I think they're going to have no problem moving the ball. Dalvin Cook – Dalvin Cook's back, right? Yeah, he is. So Dalvin Cook's back. Kirk Cousins' first game. I think they have no problem beating up on uh, the 49ers. So yeah, I like that yeah, on. I like
2: that too. I think uh, what we're saying about the defense. I think Mike Zimmer is uh, one of the the better uh, defensive minds, and he's got a a long time to uh, game plan for uh, this Forty Nineers offense. So, well, I think it's a it's a good pick too. But we have to caution you; they're good picks, but doesn't mean they're going to win.
1: Exactly. And know. there's shit the happens. No, there's no, winners. There's no happens. For sure winners.
2: So yeah, if you ever hear on the radio, those people are like, "Hey, this is our." Number one guaranteed pick, like those guys, they're bullshitting you. And we won't do that here. <laughs> no, we won't.
1: But speaking of our picks, we might as well talk about last week's. Yeah, college we, football uh, started.
2: We gave you a couple, uh, a few picks. But, uh we
1: started off not good. We yeah. did lose the Thursday night. And the funny thing about that was when we when you we didn't talk before. So when he gave out, the, when he's told what well, you like Thursday night, I leaned with it, but then after I actually did some research, I actually ended up, I have to, sorry
2: to say this, went the other way. Yeah, we wanted to uh, just get a, something on the board for that Thursday yeah, night we game. Yeah, we were
1: rushed with that. We're going to be more prepared this time, but we said UConn plus, what were they, like 24, 23 and a half?
2: Yeah, I think it was 23 and a half. I think
1: it was 23 and a half, but I think the line closed at 24. I ended up taking it UCF minus 24 because I actually did some research, found out just UConn wasn't that good and whatnot, no quarterback, running back, and then sure enough, UCF ended up winning like 56 to 17 or something like that. Just yeah, I just thought and there's no him. way
2: UCF is going to put up over 50 in that game. And, that, and like we Man, said, that was did. one of those
1: ones where we just – it was Thursday night game. It was like basically like the opening game of the opening weekend of football, so we just kind of gave that one out. But uh, we bounced back, though, the last two games, Friday – we had Stanford minus thirteen and a half, and I want to say they won twenty-one to ten or something. I think
2: it was like thirty-one. It, thirty-one to ten. San Diego State got off to ten You're right, nothing. Right, because twenty-one
1: lead. to ten would have been a loss. So it was yeah, it was thirty-one to ten. Yeah. They so they ended up covering. So a
2: little scary, but uh, yeah. With Stanford's offense, you just know like they're just gonna keep keep pounding you, and they'll eventually break off some chunks, and that's what that's what happened. So. And then the bet that I gave out, I said
1: for uh, I said it was gonna be the late game Saturday night, the last game of Saturday it was uh, Hawaii versus Navy. I said over 62 and the line actually ended up closing at like 61 and a half so it actually people were betting on the under they just didn't think it'd be high scoring and I said Hawaii can score points Navy is gonna be able to score points also and the final score in that game ended up being 59 to 31 I believe no 59 to 41 because I remember them being exactly a hundred points so that was an easy winner for us. Yeah. was not worried at all. I, th- I want to say halftime the score was 35 to 17 or 38. I think it was 38 to 17 at halftime. So just was never worried about that one. Won it easily. Hopefully anyone listened that trusted us, took that. You would have had a winning weekend with us. And uh, with that said, there's another pick I like again. And I'm staying on the train. It's another Navy game. I'm telling you to take over 70 again. You know, they play; they're at home against Memphis. Navy can always move the ball. They break off those big runs, and then Memphis just plays fast, fast, fast. Navy's defense gave up 59 to Hawaii. They're going to give up 40 something at least to Memphis. Probably that's going to be like I'm going to assume that game is going to be like 40 something to 30 something, or even 40 something, 40 something. I expect another really high scoring Navy game. Memphis plays fast they put up points there's no there's gonna be no defense played in that game either and I even was talking to a buddy of mine who played college football and I and they played I think uh Army one year or something and I told him I asked him I'm like what can you like when you guys play those triple option teams like how do you even prepare for it and he even said he's like it's very difficult he said you only have a week to do it and he said it's literally not enough time to be able to practice Those options and being able to stop a team like that, and it's their home opener, they're going to be able to put up some points against Memphis, and Memphis should have no problem continuing to move the football and put up some points as well. So I expect another uh, high-scoring Navy game. So don't be afraid that an over is 70 points. I mean, there's a reason it's 70 points, and that reason is because there's going to be a lot of touchdowns in that game. So don't be scared of those points.
2: Take them. Yeah, it, it's hard to imagine Navy uh, holding Memphis down, and like you say, Ma- Navy will put up points because that's they're just so unique. So yeah, so we want gonna talk a little more at college, not not picks, but uh, what what happened this week.
1: Yeah, Anything, there uh, was uh, definitely some good games this week. There was almost a monster upset. It was actually on the 12, the eleven year anniversary that Appalachian State upset Michigan. Appalachian State almost did it again, being up by seven points with forty seconds left against Penn State on the road, but Penn State charged. I mean, uh, marched down the field, scored a touchdown, ended up winning in overtime. So that was the close to being like the biggest upset I want to say with like top ten teams and like nobody teams pretty much. But there was a lot of good games. I mean, uh, last night we had a Virginia Tech, Florida State it was an upset. Uh, Virginia Tech was getting seven points on the road. It was twenty uh, ranked twentieth team versus nineteen. Virginia Tech just. Controlled that game from start to finish. Scored a touchdown the first drive. Ended up winning like twenty four to three, I think. And then, uh, I mean, there was a few. I mean, Alabama. yeah, a lot of the
2: uh, big uh, like ranked versus ranked matchups oh, were yeah. kind Washington, of kind of bust. Well, that was a great game. Yeah, Washington Auburn. But I was talking about uh, LSU Miami. That was a, a blowout. Uh, Miami, Miami was like number eight, and I think they dropped all the way into the twenties now. And yeah, I actually, didn't, so. I
1: didn't get a chance to look at the.
2: So, and LSU uh, jumped up quite a bit, and then the other uh, kind of bust of a game, I guess it was close closer at the end, was a uh, Michigan Notre Dame. Notre Dame looked superior to Michigan in that one. I don't know what uh, what Michigan's future is. I think a lot of people are talking, like Jim Harbaugh making a lot of money, it was this big signing, but he he hasn't really done anything. He's I think I said he's like 1 in 8 against ranked opponents or something. It's 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 really rough. Like they're 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 fine. They're winning some games, but they're they're not an elite program. Not even close. Yeah, it's
1: interesting to see with all that because he paid a lot of money to uh to go there. And uh it's just it's interesting that uh he hasn't been able to really do much and it's like at what point do you just admit that it was a bust or whatever or that like maybe it wasn't maybe he's just not meant for to come back to college
2: yeah he'll fail back to the NFL be really good coach there he should go yeah I don't know coach the Raiders they'll need a new coach soon right I
1: doubt it but who knows I like John Gruden I'm a fan of John Gruden I mean he's I just think it's like what you said I think it's just that he's focusing more on the future
2: but uh, elsewhere, we had uh, Alabama took care of business. Not a surprise. Uh, the QB situation, I think, sorted itself out. Um, Tagaloy, yeah. uh, I'm not going to be able to say his name, yeah. started. But uh, Jalen Hurts still got some, some play time. And that's what Saban said. That's what they're going to do this year. Uh, I guess that's that's nice. If uh, It would have been nicer if they just said, Jalen Hurts, you should transfer. Try to win games for someone else because you're not going to start here. But... Hey, if he's fine with that. But also, who knows the private conversations they've had?
1: I mean, Nick Saban, as you saw, he freaked out on that reporter after the game. Basically saying, like, you're trying to make me go against one of them. Nick Saban's a good coach. He's a smart coach. I imagine he sat down with both of them one-on-one or personally and kind of said, like, this is your role here. Because it even said that that guy was going to – now sophomore was going to start. But that they said they would use Jalen Hurts in certain plays. So I think he probably told him, like, hey – like we still have a time for you like we have like place for you we have like a spot for you here you just might not be like the main quarterback and I think that just comes down to Jalen Hurts I mean maybe I mean does he want to it depends what he's wanting to do I mean if he feels like he can go play quarterback somewhere else then maybe he goes there and tries to or does he stay in Alabama and I mean he's already he hasn't been able to win a title yet I mean he's lost the two years he's been there
2: well he didn't lose last year Oh, you're right. He was wow. losing. Yeah, that's right. He would have so lost. So he has a ring, but yeah, he's one loss. But Okay, but one it, I meant
1: to say that because in my head, because if he stays in that game, he loses. Yeah, probably. So, I mean, it, it's basically like you you on your own couldn't win. Two, like, you couldn't win. He lost to Clemson. He was going to lose to Georgia. They weren't saved by the miracle of that Hawaiian freshman. Yeah. But I don't know. I think maybe he plays this year, gets the idea of what's to happen, and then maybe goes away for his senior year somewhere
2: then. Because he's know, a junior, senior, right? I don't know, actually. I thought he was a senior now. But I don't Yeah, he's, know. I don't he's clearly know. not like a pro prospect. So maybe, maybe he just wants to have fun, play at Alabama, play the best team.
1: Yeah, exactly. Try to win it.
2: Do kind of you remember uh, Tebow in his freshman year where he would uh, come in? They had a, a different quarterback who started, who was pretty good, but not like a great prospect or anything. Mm-hmm. And they won the title that year. So There you go. And people remember that, but I remembered it but if Tebow never was good after that, would people remember that?
1: I don't know. Nope. Yeah.
2: Do we even remember Tebow at all? (laughs) Or am I just making him up? I remember Tebow. Tebow, yeah. You said Tebow. What if I just made up Tebow in my mind and you all think I'm crazy right now?
0: Yeah, who is he talking about,
1: Tony?
2: I don't know. Oh, my God. (laughs) I've been crazy this whole time.
1: The next time you see (laughs) Tebow is going to be on the
2: New York Mets. Tonight they called him up? No, that's, he's, that's too he's bad. injured, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, if uh, he didn't get injured, maybe he'd be uh, up right now playing against the Dodgers. That'd be interesting. Yeah, who are currently Whoa. losing to the Mets. Yeah. 4-0. Wow, four runs? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. They
1: can't, hit, they can't win at home. I know, they can't hit either. <laughs> it's just a weird team. But, uh, It'll definitely be a good finish. I mean, we didn't really talk much baseball tonight, but we'll save that for the next few weeks because September's going to be I was hoping a the Dodgers
2: break. would win like 20 straight and just... It it's not too with, late. It's
1: not too late. Yeah, there's still time. There's still time for that. Hey, it was around this time last year the Indians won like 20 million in a row. Yeah, and then they lost in the. Yeah, see that's what you want. Andy. Round you want one. The perfect time for the Dodgers to get hot would be about two weeks before the season's ending. So I'm like in a couple weeks from now. Where they get hot through
2: the playoffs and, and the all the exactly. way to the World Series. Hey, I
1: used to always say in hockey and like other sports, the team that uh, that uh, would have to like fight for their Lives to get into the playoffs are already in playoff mode, and then you get it there as the seven or eight seed playing a one or two seed that clinched two weeks prior. It's just different modes, and a lot. that was when the Kings won it a few years ago in hockey. They were they were an eight seed. You know what I mean? A lot of teams would win it as wild card seeds or other stuff because it's just like they are in that fight mode, yeah. win or go home mentality for you know a few all season pretty much, while another team's you know just coasts. So it's a big deal.
2: Yeah, well, You want to win that division. You oh, of course, yeah. Sure you you want to play even it home, get in. It's tough
1: to do it on the road. So, But anyway, I think is that a...
2: What else happened in the world of sport We want to go a little off-topic for a former sport player. Yeah. There's a big news story for a former member of the NFL who... Uh, he's still of age. He just uh, he's, being, he's being blackballed, according to a lawsuit. Of age? He cannot play in the NFL because... He's too controversial. So, of course, I'm talking about Terrell Owens. He had to go to the CFL to play because no one would sign him. He's just a young 45 years old just trying to make a comeback. And nobody would sign him. Isn't that a disgrace?
0: It's pretty fucked up.
2: Yeah. Then there's also another guy who uh, is trying to get in the NFL but just can't get in there. It's Colin Kaepernick.
0: Yeah.
2: You guys remember him? Yeah. Played in the Super Bowl. Played for... One jim harbaugh that's right then when jim harbaugh left it all went to shit he took a knee because of that yeah that's why that's people why. don't know that like oh he hates america and he's like no i'm just telling jim shouldn't have done it yeah, he shouldn't really have liked, left he really liked that coach he really liked his khaki pants yep he did him wrong but no of course colin kaepernick is uh, protesting had been protesting against police violence by taking a knee and uh some people were fine with it. Many were not.
0: America did what America does.
2: So uh, I mean, one of his uh, biggest critics uh, ended up winning the presidency. And he's still out there talking about him. But uh, why we're talking about Colin Kaepernick again. So Kaepernick was a, a Nike ath- athlete, a representative, whatever you want to call that, uh, for quite some time. And he's hasn't been part of their, any of their campaigns. But he was there waiting. And Nike just now released uh, some, some advertisements uh, for their... 30th anniversary of their Just Do It slogan, which, I mean, that's dumb. Who cares? 30th Mm -hmm. anniversary of a fucking slogan.
0: Well, that slogan made them a lot of money.
2: Did it? Did I buy any shoes because of Just Do It? Did you buy any shoes because of that?
0: No, but, I mean, it's name recognition. You know they're saying, I'm loving
2: it. I'm loving it. That's a good good slogan because it shows that I am loving it. Although, how effective it is, not really at all.
0: But just do it. It's like, we'll get it done. Yeah.
2: But that's where this ad campaign, it said, uh, like, what, fight? Fight for what you believe in, even if it hurts you or something, and well, then just do it. Maybe just kneel? They can't change that. Oh. Kneeling is not a great thing. Well, it is a great thing for quarterbacks, because it means you're going to win the game. But it's not a great <laughs> thing for fans. Kneeling is always boring. Like, yeah. You do it in church. Some people do it in church. Oh, you don't? I don't think all – churches do that don't they i don't know like a lot of them do there's a lot of kneeling I've, in religion well yeah like the muslims kneel yeah, the, out, out in the carpet. middle east
0: yeah that counts yeah i don't so know
2: kneel they're taking a knee but if there's not a one knee it's not taking a one knee they start with one knee Yeah, not right drop well, down like some athletic have. people could probably you know do it on two knees right away do you like to do it on two knees? Oh, oh my God! Let's get out of this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what were but we yeah. talking
2: about? Talking about Nike and how oh, yeah. now, because well, Colin Kaepernick protested, there has to be a counter protest. Sparked outrage. Sparked is a great word. Yeah, it did. People, I did. Because that's how people—that's how people are expressing themselves. Why is that the thing? By lighting things on fire, mostly Nike equipment, but they might be lighting other things on fire too. Like,
0: oh shit! Yeah. Those shoes are Adidas. <laughs>
2: It's really stupid too.
0: It's very stupid. First off, if you're in California, fuck you. Don't light any shit on fire. Although the weather right yeah. now is okay, uh, actually kind of felt like I was in the mountains on the drive home. Uh, this is jacked up. Why are you burning shit?
2: Yeah, I think donate all these, it to the goodwill. Yeah, all these protests and then where say you burned it. Destroy the property is dumb. Like, because as they say, you already paid for it.
0: Yeah, these just wear the shoes until they burning their season <laughs> yeah. tickets. It's like. What the fuck? Like, I guess it's a cool "fuck you" move, but yeah. I just looking at the bottom line. <laughs>
2: like, I understand see so much money. This player you like is no longer on the team, and you really don't want to wear their jersey anymore because they're an ass. And It's like you could give that away. We don't need to burn it. Like Donate a, it. Like a LeBron Cavs jersey, I think you should keep that because LeBron's always going to be associated with the Cavs. Yeah. If you're a bitter Cavs fan. Just wait 20 years from now, that's going to be a great jersey to have.
0: Mm-hmm. There you like, go. That's half full shit right but there.
2: But even if you really despise Colin Kaepernick, don't burn his jersey, which I'm sure people did. You can give it away. But this is this is even crazier. People burning like their T-shirts. Like,
0: I don't their have their armbands. Uh, yeah, I don't have his jersey. I have some Nike hats and I saw, shirts. I'm sure shit not burning them. <laughs> they're great.
2: I saw this thing. I think it was a uh, a guy who worked for a country musician. Some guy worked like the stage. The country musician tweeted out that his uh, the guy had cut. A ring around his sock, like the top of the sock, so that the Nike logo was no longer there. It's like, oh now you just have some stupid-looking socks. Yeah. They're <laughs> all frayed at the have, top. Like, Those are like our last. You in your, yeah. your house or something. It's like, you might as well have burned them. Those are fucked now.
0: Jesus. I don't know. I don't like the internet for these reasons. Yeah. I, it's Donate your shit before you burn it. It is a surprise move unless by Nike. Unless it has holes in it, then it's just trash yeah. anyway.
2: So that guy should burn his socks, is what he should do. Yeah, they're ruined. They're you trash. You can't do anything with those socks. They're fucked. They're gonna, you are gonna unravel. You cut them, they're, unless he, he needs to burn them, like singe the ends.
0: Yeah, or have like go stitch yeah. them. Yeah. he can make his own new custom sock <laughs> with holes.
2: He sucks. You
0: pull him up by that. Ooh. You dollar. see that? I
2: don't know.
0: You pull him up by the hole. But That's a new sock right there, coming from Nike.
2: I have to say, it is it is a bold move from Nike. I've never been a, a huge fan of the company as a whole. And I mean, they don't they do anything I really care about. Like, I have shoes. I think I have Nike shoes, but I don't even... I never bought Nike shoes because they're Nike, but because maybe they're on sale or something.
0: I buy them because they're usually trustworthy. You know, it's going to be yeah. a real quality item.
2: But they had to know this was going to... I mean, I don't know how many people are going to be upset, but a lot... A lot of people do not support... Colin Kaepernick, and they're crazy irrational about it, and uh, maybe maybe you will have made some. Uh, people never buy Nike products again, or at least not buy Nike products for the next couple years, and that's
0: gonna take a hit. Maybe this is some Frank yeah. Underwood type of shit. They're gonna but they maybe, got a, an elaborate plan here.
2: Maybe these protests, yeah, they're gonna get a lot more sales now from people supporting Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Like, to I'm gonna go. Out. Go burn my Reeboks, Whoa. so I can buy some Nikes, because they took this bold stance. I don't think so. I don't think that's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, <laughs> your Reeboks from ten years ago, you're still wearing.
2: Yeah, why not? If they don't. They don't wear out. You don't need to burn something. You know
0: what I did do? Actually, speaking of Adidas, I threw away my basketball Adidas shoes uh, yesterday. In
2: fact, you didn't burn them.
0: No, I didn't burn them. Should have burned uh, I'm them. I'm not an asshole, but. I wore them. They are back when we were in that basketball league like yeah. five years ago. I uh, wore them maybe a month ago to play ball again.
2: Nothing like apart. Them. Just
0: No, they, they still look fine, but there's no, no tread on the bottom. I'm just sliding all over the place. Yeah. So I had to chuck them.
2: That's what happens with shoes. They, they wear out. So if you had some Nike shoes, they were going to be gone eventually anyways.
0: I think also all the people that burn their shit is just so that they can post that video oh, absolutely. on Facebook.
2: It's like, oh, look what I did. So, Tony, seen any of these cool videos of people burning their Nikes? No.
0: I assume that must have gone pretty viral today. I didn't look for shit, but I did see, like, you know, on Yahoo and news pages, like, people burning golf clubs, blah, 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 everything Nike.
2: Yeah, people always try to start protests. I think this is not going to last because people always try this shit, and then it never happens. Like, remember, no one's going to go to Chick-fil-A again, and they're like, "Mm, I want some chicken nuggets. Even better was the In-N-Out. In-N-Out happened for, like, four hours, and then. They
0: had to, like, up. They had a call like everyone in. The places were packed.
2: Yeah, it was a complete
0: backfire. I think honestly, yeah, you get those counter protests. I think Lindsey Snyder planned that whole thing. <laughs>
2: yeah, you are like, oh, I gotta go support in and out now. So maybe that—that that is what Nike is doing. Yeah, but no, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, it's a little different this way.
2: Maybe they just want to get him in the news again. Maybe they have—they invested in Colin Kaepernick. Get him in the news. He'll get a job. Colin Kaepernick stock. Yeah, you could, you could sell Colin Kaepernick stock probably some casino that allow that tony i'm not talking about any Mm. real casinos but you know underground shit underground shit there we go yeah that's what all of wall street is is underground shit
0: that's above ground yeah what else you got that's gotta be
2: it That was a good story story. but i think that's that's the final story of the day
1: that huh it'll be we'll have a lot more to talk about next week once another week of uh college football has come to a conclusion and then the first week of NFL has come to a conclusion so
2: that'll be nice. Yeah, we'll have a couple dumb Monday games. Oh, that'll I wouldn't suck. say that. The second one's pretty good. Yeah, what is it? Rams Raiders. Oh, that is. Yeah. I thought what's the first one? Like Lions, Lions
1: and Jets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they do that. I feel like I don't even know why they do those. They always do the doubleheader game and I like it because it's kind of cool getting two. It's obviously it's more football's always beautiful. So it's always nice having two games but the 7 o'clock, and it's cool having a 7 o'clock game, because usually call it the latest NFL game you ever see is like 5 o'clock here. Yeah. So it's cool when you actually get to see kind of like a 7.30 start. But uh, Not if you're on the East Coast. Well, yeah, but the East Coast just refuses to sleep, so I don't think they care. But, yeah, it's pretty funny, though, that you're going to have Jets and uh,
2: Lions. Yeah, I'll give you game. a pick for that game. Don't leave work early. It's not worth it. Whoa. But it, come home early. Or not come home early. Once you get home? Make some dinner and turn on the TV to yeah. the Raiders and Rams. Maybe catch the last quarter of Sam Darnold, but... Maybe. That's the quarterback. Uh-oh. And he's from Orange County. Oh, there you go. That's right, San Clemente. So if you want to root for him... He's going to be the starter, yes. We're fine with that. But I'm saying don't tell your boss I need to leave early to watch Jets-Lions. You might just find yourself fired. <laughs> wow. Okay, I don't trust your judgment anymore. Yeah. Then you'll be burning
0: your business cards.
1: The only sure. time it's exciting seeing the lines on TV is when you know it's Thanksgiving morning. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, they're oh. on every Thanksgiving. You at just 9 smell 9 the AM. stuffing
2: being made. And like,
1: oh. you just know you're right there. But uh but yeah. So I think that uh wraps it up for us. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode seventy five
0: sports of the Tony's Take Podcast. As always, I am Sean and joined with me we had Off Road Andy. You did, you did have me.
2: And you'll have me next week.
0: Wow. And Tony Katz. That's right. Tony Katz. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Check out our entertainment episode two, which is coming out right after this.